This is Utah Jazz Playoff Basketball on the Zone Sports Network. Wednesday night, the Utah Jazz evened the series at a game apiece. And now both teams will have to go to the chalkboard to try to figure out a defensive answer. Two of the best defensive teams in the NBA, but no one can stop the other one. Will somebody be able to do it and take a 2-1 advantage? We'll find out Saturday. Tip-off is at 7.30. When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every moment on the zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come see us. Price is so low to blow your mind. There's a little construction out there on 3rd West, but they are open, and you can get in fairly easily with a stoplight right there. So they'll make it more than worth your while. Come see us. Uh, great job, Austin, did um, Sounds of the Week, brought to you by Christian Roberts Mortgage. If you're going to work uh, with an expert, for your next home loan, you need to connect with the most referred lender in Utah, Christian Roberts Mortgage, specializing in jumbo loans. Let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, she makes the – oh, we're in a hold there. Oh. I thought I heard Austin say she was ready. I apologize, Austin. My bad. Kristen Kenny is going to join us here in a minute. Yeah. I look forward to We'll get her thoughts on the series going back to Memphis. Oh, good. All right. Well, let's do it then. Uh, out to the zone phone we go. Uh, she makes the magic happen for AT&T Sportsnet. She's our friend Kristen Kenny. Hi, Kristen. Hey, guys. How you doing? We are great. Uh, let's talk about this series. Um, what, uh, I guess let me put it this way. What impact, uh, uh, other than the obvious that Donovan Mitchell is awesome, do you think his return had on the team? Oh, man, guys. Oh, so great to have this guy back. I actually asked coach Quinn Snyder about that. And I thought the best thing that he said was his competitive spirit. You can feel it when he plays and how much that really impacts the other guys and how much they feed off that. So, you know, the obvious is what we've, we all know Donovan can do offensively for this team, but that spirit that he has, even Mike Conley talked about it. Uh, Rudy talked about it is so incredible for these guys. Um, and I'm just so impressed with Donovan and to let the game come to him uh, to be as relaxed as he was knowing he doesn't have to go out there and do everything. Um, and it's pretty amazing because Mike Conley said, I don't think there's going to be any issues with Donovan jumping back in. Uh, and he was right. <laughs> you know, he brings a level of versatility that that uh, um, I, I guess makes it easier for everybody else to to slip back into their normal role, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, what a relief for Joe Ingles, right, to go from all those minutes and the big um, weight on his shoulders. And, you know, so certainly a relief for a guy like Joe Ingles. And then uh, Donovan just draws so much attention, and that's, that's what he does. I mean, he's an incredible player. He's a, 
a weapon. And so, you know, it allows other guys to be open. Um, and he he's controlling the game so much. Um, I just... I just really think, I mean, there's so much that this guy can do. But one thing you mentioned, versatility, the one thing that he wants to certainly do more of for the next game uh, is assist. He made that clear, that he was not happy with uh, that uh, stat for his stat line for his game. So um, he didn't have any assists that night. So, I mean, he's he's so uh, competitive and really critical of himself and wants to get better and better so I can imagine he'll be more of a playmaker and you know get a couple more assists uh, tomorrow night what's your evaluation of the Grizzlies so far in this series Kristen guys they are so good um you can tell that they were hot they're warm they have a lot of confidence fearless John Moran always talked about being fearless doesn't care about going up against a guy like Rudy Gobert he's going to attack him and he has um, very, very impressive to see such a young team come out with such fire uh, and confidence and poise. And, man, they're a tough – this is a tough opponent. It's definitely not an easy series. Uh, I think the Jazz, those six days off, a little bit rusty. I think game two was really good for them to kind of get back into that groove, get Donovan Mitchell back into the mix. And we should be seeing um, – Hopefully the Jazz will get back into their rhythm and what we have seen all season now that uh, they've gotten those two games under their belt. But what a heck of a, a first two games against this really competitive Memphis team. Jake and I were talking about this earlier, John Morant. What a great young player. And But I have no idea what he was thinking when he tried to do that Thunder Tomahawk dunk on Rudy. <laughs> I mean that that was that was the most memorable defensive play of the series. I think uh, that was incredible. Um, I, I you know when he, when that happened, I was texting one of our producers, Nathan, for the pregame postgame show, and we had this series that I created called a. It's it basically a, we turn to the fans to reenact the plays and to reenact Bowler Jack's call of the plays, and I thought, okay, that's going to be a good one. We should do that one. Um, you make the call is what we did, what we call it. But I thought that would be a great one to have the fans kind of reenact that because that was so, so good. And Rudy has talked about how he loves that kind of stuff, that guys go and attack him. And he's like, I don't want them to stop. Keep coming at me. I'm going to be there every time. And he's a competitive guy, and so is John. And I think it's really fun to, to see those things happen. And sometimes John may get him. And when he got John, that was really memorable. That was the only time the whole night I think the Jazz stopped him. Okay, look at Jordan. Always has he has always has to be the the rain cloud. Kristen. No, no. I mean, okay, let me ask Kristen this: When you saw what happened in that third quarter, when they when the when the Grizz went 15 straight possessions, scoring each time, I mean, I I I I don't know. I didn't know what to make of that because on the one hand, they yeah they were playing really well, but on the other hand, I just thought. The Jazz's defense was falling substantially short. That was not pretty. I was sitting there, and the energy in that entire arena just dropped. There was a time where the scoreboard and we said, "Hey, everybody, get up, let's cheer." And not a, it was hard to manifest energy at that time in that third quarter uh, because there was none for the for the Jazz and defensively getting stops was a problem. I think that's definitely going to be something, obviously, they're they're talking about. They're 
figuring out. But Jaw, 47 points, and the way that he attacked, I don't know how you slow that down um, because him and Valachuna that's, and then Dylan Brooks, they got stuff working there inside. So, I mean, you can you got to try to keep him out of the paint, however, but, man, Jaw's just really tough, and we couldn't stop it in that third quarter. And so we just have to come out, and, and we did come out, thankfully, and do better in, in the fourth and um, got our rhythm back. But we've, we, that is a concern, you know, when you look at what they did in that third quarter. That was – that was wild. Um, I think that's going to be definitely a focal point, trying to figure out. You, you, guys, you don't really slow down a jam or ramp, but what can you live with? Kristen Kenny of AT&T Sportsnet with us. And, Kristen, in a normal year, you know, you travel with the team on the road and you've been to all these different uh, these different arenas and environments. Tell us a little bit about the Grindhouse. And I know I think they're, they're going to have 10,000 fans, if memory serves, but – uh, you know, wow. they've got a rep for being a pretty, pretty nasty place to play. It is. Um, it's Well, they're used to playing. We're used to playing in front of our awesome home crowd. So I don't see it being really a big factor, big deal for the guys. Um, I think it'll be fun versus going on the road and being on the road and all of the new protocols and then having to play in an empty arena. You're probably, as a competitor, you feed off of whether it's the opponent fans or your fans just to have fans is huge but yeah it's the grindhouse it's always a challenge going in there um it's uh the I, what i remember is the hotel being right across from the arena so you just have to walk right across uh which was very convenient but um yeah i i think it'll be it'll be a fun environment for them and i, I can't believe it those the fans are coming back we were talking about this earlier, but you've been to all these arenas. Which do you think are the loudest that you've heard? Obviously, I think I would include uh, Vivian Arena in that uh, top group, but who else uh, have you experienced that way? Vivian Arena, for sure. Jazz fans are wild. Um, of course, Warriors, uh, Golden State, that's always rocking. Houston was always loud, but it was their sound system. So <laughs> every time I was in there, it was just so piercing. Um, but I would say the, those two for sure, the ones that stood out to me, Oklahoma City uh, was always very loud and, and tough to play um, in that atmosphere. Their, their fans were up on their feet until the first bucket for OKC. So I love that energy. Uh, but, yeah, you, you guys talk about Memphis, and, and that's definitely an arena that's that's always fun and in a tough place to play. and. It could be a grinded-out game tomorrow, but hopefully not for the Jazz. Hopefully they'll come out out of the gates and be on fire. Maybe your answer to this question uh, is low, but what is the likelihood that the Jazz steal both games in Memphis? Well, we've – during the regular season, I mean, you can put that aside, but we got business done. I, I think it's going to be a tough – battle but i think our team uh when we are playing at the highest level which we've all seen this incredible regular season uh, i think our team is is unbelievable and we could go in and go on these huge runs and um remember during the season we would put together these huge huge runs and uh, we were unstoppable so i think when you take that time off you do get a little bit of rust and 
you have a team that's very, very hot and warmed up. And so there is a difference there. So it takes maybe a little bit more time. But I wouldn't doubt this Jazz team. I would love to see them go in there tomorrow night and take care of business, um, have consistent quarters. Let's not see a third quarter like we saw the other night at home and just run away with a win. Um, and then once once they do that, then you're rolling high. You're riding that wave of confidence. So your next game hopefully carries that carries over. I mean, that's, that's obviously what all of us want, right? But uh, and the Jazz certainly are capable of doing it, especially against this Memphis team. So I'm thinking they could walk in tomorrow and, and just have incredible four quarters. Have you gotten a sense from Mike Conley what it's like for him to go up against his old team in a, in a playoff setting like this? It's definitely surreal. It's uh, probably something that he wasn't expecting. And I know watching that game, when um, the play-in game was happening, he was with Mary, his wife, out to dinner, he said, and was watching that game on the cell phone at dinner. And uh, how this is, this is wild that this is happening, that I'm going to be playing my former team. It's, it's definitely surreal. Um, and I'm sure there will be a lot of emotions and um family members and friends and it it'll be great but he's been a part of the jazz now for two years and his focus is a championship a title with the utah jazz and i think that's number one and he's a absolute professional and vet and i don't i don't think any distractions there i think he's ready to take care of business for the utah jazz but such a unique experience and opportunity for him that he'll probably cherish for a long time why does everybody like him what? You know, everybody likes him. Everybody likes him. Opponents, oh, how can you get not? his teammates. Hey, yeah, I mean, he he's won the uh, he's won what the Lady Bing Award or whatever. The teammate of the year. Yeah. <laughs> teammate of the year. He's sports. How can you not awards? like this guy? He's just. You guys are in the interviews with him, and you hear his his presence, his the way he communicates, his calmness. He's so calm and and brings so much poise. So. You've got a young guy, Donovan, who is unbelievable, incredible talent, but you have this calming presence uh, of Mike Conley. Um, controls the floor, sees the floor, no panic. And he's just such a great person. And his family, his wife, she's, they're, they're just wonderful people, really genuine people. And we're so lucky to have a guy like that. He fits the culture of the Utah Jazz perfectly. Um, he, he really, like, I would root for this guy forever, <laughs> even – even as an opponent, this guy's amazing. Christian, what did you think about Jordan Clarkson getting the Sixth Man of the Year award? And what did you think about Joe Ingles presenting that award? I thought that was so clever. What a great, creative way to do that and loop in Joe. And they had so much fun together. I know the Utah Jazz had a great uh, behind-the-scenes of that moment. I think it's still up on utahjazz.com for people who haven't seen it, but it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it because Joe is just comical, pure comedy, and then to to catch him off guard and give him the free right then and there, it was it was really a special moment. He's very it's well deserved as we all know. I don't think any other. Uh, I, I know Joe was definitely in that running, and kudos to Joe as well for what he's done. But a true six man, when you think about a true six man, um, that's JC. He's always coming off he's coming off the bench right he's um i think started maybe just a handful of games if that maybe a couple this season because of injuries but um he's a true six man and i'm just really proud of him he's so much work um 
what a great team we have. And it, that shows you that video and that presentation just shows you how close they are and how much they really root for one another. Kristen, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, real quick before we let you go, tell us about yeah. the, the watch party in the arena. You guys are going to be doing your broadcast kind of this, this is going to be really cool. I think it's going to be awesome. I hear, I hear there's going to be a lot of fans. So we're going to have some fans in the arena tomorrow night for the game. We'll have it up on the Jumbotron so you'll be able to hear the broadcast um, and, and see Craig Bowler, Jack, and uh, you know, our wonderful analysts, Thurl Bailey, Matt Harpering, Alema, Mike Smith, and we'll all be in there together. I'll be roaming around, I hope. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. So they'll be doing some stuff I know on the court. I think the jazz dancers, concessions. So you have to RSVP, though, and you can receive a special discount code for the team store. So I think you want to go to utahjazz.com if you have an RSVP. Doors open at 630 Mountain, I believe, and a 730 tip. So that'll be super fun. How cool is that? It's going to make us seem like we're there on the road, even though we're not. We're not watching a game on the court, but – We'll watch it on the jumbo. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, it is could, cool. Could we, if we wanted to go to, if we were gamers, could we go? Could we rent the arena out and uh, play video games <laughs> up on the on the big screen? I have no idea. We should we should ask about that. Inquire. I, I, I think they were doing that down at Jerry's place down there on that huge screen. Uh, Gordon. Huh. Uh, Pong is going to look the same. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't think he did. Oh, and this is free, by the way. This is all free. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. It, it really is a really great idea. It's so great. I wonder how many we'll have. Well, we'll uh, you and I will both be there, Christian. It'll be fun to find out uh, uh, when it happens and would encourage everybody. I think Jazz to Nation should come out. So yep. Everybody, everybody, get to the <laughs> get to the arena. But make sure I think you do have to RSVP. Awesome. Well, Kristen, thank you. Uh, we'll be watching. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, guys. There you go. That's our friend Kristen Kenny. Uh, jumps on with us and give it a little jazz breakdown. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we love talking to Kristen. She's great. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, through the first round, uh, the games are on uh, AT&T Sportsnet, although I heard Bowler mention that if the, game, if the series goes seven games, they won't have the game seven. But mm-hmm. other than that. And then the national TV contracts take over and, Unfortunately, we don't get our bowler and Kristen fix. Hmm. Well, I, you asked Kristen the question about whether she thought the Jazz could get those two games in Memphis. If you were, where would you lay the percentages on that? Well, I don't know. Let me let me put it to you how I put it earlier and see if you agree. Do you find two and zero more likely than zero and two? Yes. Probably would lean toward one and one. But I suppose not... if I had. Okay, to. so so let's put a percentage on it then, because it sounds like you and I are. are of similar mind. I would say 60% uh, uh, split. Oh, 60% split. Okay. Yeah, 40% uh, jazz sweep. And 0% for 0-2. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I'm running out of percentage points, aren't I? You did. Uh, let, me, let me back up. Let me say 50. Bold statement. Not po- <laughs> oh and 2 not possible, says 50, Gordon Monson. <laughs> I'd say 50, 40, 10. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm with you. That seems about right. I'd say 1-1 one one is the most likely. 2-0, oh, much more uh, likely than 0-2. Oh so, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. It always bothered me when people said that they gave 110%. Because. I know. It's the same reason it bothers you to control your own destiny. No, it's just impossible. 
but yet he's on fire out there. It doesn't bug you at all. <laughs> that's a strong. That's a strong argument on your part. It really is. But, but people think the problem with that. That's fine because that's that's hyperbole. He's on fire out there. Someone get the fire extinguisher. But you cannot control your own destiny. Destiny is what it is. It's not controlled. But it's a figure of speech much like No, but it's incorrect. The guy's not actually on fire out there. (laughs) Yeah, but that's That's not correct either. That's an exaggeration. Not a figure of speech. I failed to see the difference. But then again, you're smarter than me, so I don't... (laughs) I'm sure it's me uh, behind the time. I would not want to see anybody on fire. No, that'd be terrible. Mm -mm. All right, let's jump out of the zone phone. Joining us now, he is Tove Christopher from here at the warehouse. That's where we are, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. And Tove, I know you guys are dealing with this construction, and it's it's not ideal, but you are open, and you are making it worth people's while to come on down and check stuff out. Yeah, we are open, the comfiest, coziest, furniture store in salt lake valley and gordon i liked i like that commentary on we'll we'll say someone getting on fire i like to th- i like to remember a wide receiver not catching a pass as having butter fingers right <laughs> he's got no butter out there no there's definitely not butter butter on the field no actually on the fingers yeah that's no, it's margarine <laughs> it's <Yeah>. clear <laughs> it's country crock <laughs> Hey, I was just listening to that last segment about the Jazz. I want to talk just a second, too, about our Jazz taking game two, going out to Memphis for tomorrow. And I'm just, as much as everybody else, I feel like the biggest fan in the world. We're finally pulling it together. I really think Rudy's going to get the, his third defensive player of the year. But uh, what better way to do it than a brand new, than watching the games on a brand-new sectional, right? <laughs> It sounds pretty sweet to me, Gordon. I don't know about you. That comfort, sounds all, right. all about comfort. Yeah. Uh, and what better place to get it than the warehouse, the cheapest place, the comfiest place in all of Salt Lake Valley? We're talking about sectionals right now. We ta- we told you about the home store, the L shape. That's twelve ninety nine. We told you about the six piece. It has three power recliners for nineteen ninety nine. This is. I'm going to tell you about a third piece right here. And this is the first time that we've ever had this piece in our entire store. It is the highest grain leather we've ever carried on our floor. And it is four pieces, a sofa, a love, a cuddler, and an ottoman. The highest grain leather we've ever had in our store and upholstery has stitched with down and studded on the armrests. This set sells down the street, forget this, nine for $9,999 at our store this weekend only it's half that 48.99 for all pieces what's wow. the, what's the difference that? between a love seat and a cuddler so a cuddler is a big chair right oh, and okay. a love seat is just a two person couch am I sitting on a cuddler you, that might be a cuddler right there I think he's sitting on one right now Tove. yeah it's pretty comfortable I, so yeah that one's a cuddler and then a two-piece is, is a love seat, and a three-person pe- three theater is a sofa. Okay. There you go. All right, take advantage of it. Those are incredible deals. They will not last forever. In fact, Memorial Day sale. Get down here, 1825 South, 300 West. Toph, you're the man. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. All right, there you go. That's our friend Christopher from here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We'll have more big show coming up next. Right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. What would an NBA title mean to you? Oh, I mean, it means the world. It would be a very special moment. And I don't even really say that for myself. Like, yeah, it would be great to have that on my resume one day, but also for Utah. Like, that's why I kind of do what I do off the court with what we do with Renee and I. And it would just be a cool moment to share with the people here because we have the guys that have been here from seven years ago winning, like, 28 games or whatever we did that first year to kind of where we are now. And, yeah, it would be incredibly special. It would mean also that I'd be on a plane a couple of days later to head over to Tokyo to try and win a gold medal with Australia. It'd be very special. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan. This is your Jazz at 30 update. Ring the 30-point belt. Belt. Utah Jazz have evened up their series with the Grizzlies at one game apiece. Uh, they won uh, on Wednesday night, 141 to 129. But John Morant has been a problem. He had 47 points Wednesday night. Here's Rudy Gobert talking about trying to slow him down. You know, he's a very talented player. Obviously, uh, you know, he's very aggressive. He's great at also finding his teammates. So, you know, we know that. You know, every game is going to be a you know different adjustment that we're going to have to make, and uh, you know, and and try to make his life a little more difficult. And tonight, you know, he I don't know how many free I think he shot about 20 free throws. So we got to do definitely got to do a better job on that, and uh, you know, keep trying to make you know uh, his life difficult. Game number three coming your way tomorrow night in Memphis. That game will tip off at 7:30 here local time. Pre-game coverage here on the Zone Sports Network will begin at 6.30. This update brought to you by our friends at Soringa Networks. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live today from the warehouse here in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. We've got their Memorial Day sale going on right now, Gordon. Uh, There's a little construction out on 3rd West, which uh, makes it a little bit challenging, but they really want to make it worth our listeners' while to come in and see what they've got. So they're, they're knocking down the prices even more. So take advantage of it, 1825 South. 300 West. Yeah, saving a bunch of money worth just fighting a little traffic. It's all right. Well, man. and not to mention, like, there are other furniture spots along this row. You know, the guys up the street, down the street here, Tom and 
Clayton and Tove talk about it all the time. Mm. The difference with the warehouse is they have furniture. <laughs> Can you imagine battling the Third West to just get into the store and have them say, oh, yeah, that's a great couch. Uh, we'll, we'll get it to you in 2023. <laughs> Can you make sure you're home? If you're home, uh, if you're home on, uh, let's see here, April seventeenth, twenty twenty-three, then uh, then we'll get it to you. <laughs> Make sure you're home between ten and eight p.m. That'll be five thousand nine hundred. Yeah, can you imagine how frustrating that'd be? The warehouse has a building, a warehouse, if you will, <laughs> that is chocked full of furniture. What a concept! It is called the warehouse. I know. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Prices. So low, it'll blow your mind. Gordon, you asked this question. I think it was you. You asked this. Maybe it was Austin. Asked this question off the air. What is the best series right now? Most watchable, meaning, or, or most exciting, right? So, like, if you're a Bucks fan, you probably are enjoying the fact that the Bucks are up 2-0, but that's not exactly a competitive series. Maybe, you're, maybe your answer is the Jazz and the Grizz. I don't but what what has been what is the best series so far? I don't know what the best one is. I mean, obviously this one here is interesting because well, one it seems to be fairly even so far. So far, and uh, and uh, you're watching you know the whole drama with Donovan Mitchell coming back and John Morant his uh, emergence. It's a good one. It's it's good good to watch. And considering the fact that the Jazz scored more points than they'd ever scored before in a playoff game and gave up more points, I think, than they ever had in a playoff game. In a win. In a win. In a win. Well, that, you know, there, there was some basketball being played. So that's fun. Um, I might also, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I really think the Suns are good. And the Lakers uh, took it to them. Anthony Davis emerged again uh, last night. So the problem with that series is Chris Paul got hurt yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, I, that is a downer. I mean, because he's, he's been a difference maker for the Suns as much as Chris Paul irritates me. Um, he's been effective, certainly, with that team and taking them to the next level. And uh, once again, an injury is going to what cast a shadow over another series Chris Paul's involved in. And I just, I mean, if if you've got LeBron and Anthony Davis and you're the Suns, you're, you know, you're playing against LeBron and Anthony Davis. You, Chris Paul's got to be healthy, and I just don't think he is. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a that's a downer. If you're, if if I'm you, my favorite series so far would be Mavs Clips. Why? Because that one makes me look dumb. <laughs> Since you picked the Clippers to go all the way, but but here's the thing: there's some cruel irony in that series cruel how so because the clippers position themselves to be able to play the match yeah yeah they a lot of people out there are saying that it's you know karma to, yeah. to tank your way into a more advantageous spot <laughs> and then to get get kicked around and now those two losses that they had were on their home floor so now they've got to do the catching up on the road I don't know. I I mean, I know you're surprised by it because you thought highly of the Clippers, but that, that I like weird basketball. I mean, I like basketball that's unpredictable. I don't want to know what's going to happen before the series starts. Um, my answer might be, what do you think about the, the Nuggets Blazers? Denver has a 2-1 series lead. I still think the Blazers win that series. Do you? I do. Uh, well, Jokic is pretty good. 
Okay. Well, so is Damian Lillard. What the... <laughs> no, no, no. Well, uh, that's, it started out uh, the way you thought it would, but uh, it's uh, looking a little more difficult all of a sudden. Yeah. Blazers can't get a rebound, and the Nuggets steal one. <laughs> all right. But it's competitive. I mean, it's, it's yeah. very exciting. The most competitive series of all might be the 1-8. What we're looking at here. Yeah, but Donovan Mitchell didn't play in game one. Yeah. Yeah, but that's part, yeah. Of, that's part of the narrative. It's part of this, the zig and the zag of it all, you know? But well, I think that this series would be 2-0 if Donovan Mitchell would have played game one, and you wouldn't be saying that. Yeah, I know, but that's not the way it was. You got to look at the way things are, like the 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 real way they are, not the way what would have been. Or have some critical thought and think, why did it go that way? <laughs> yeah, but that's not why the question. did it turn out? The, the Jazz were missing their best player, oh, so lost now, by three. So now Donovan Mitchell's back. So the, the the Jazz just roll. I wouldn't be. We talked about how it wouldn't be that big of a shock if they went to uh, win Memphis. I think. Oh, oh I think the. <laughs> It could go anyway. I, I I I believe that the Jazz could. During the regular season, they played really well against uh, against uh, the Grizz. But I I if I'm a betting man, I'm betting these this series will be even after the next two games. Like I said earlier. And if your series is even after four games, then there's some interesting basketball going on. I find it interesting that the 1998 uh, jazz team that that I think was the best jazz team ever, even better than the year before. But that's a matter of opinion and debate. Um, they they lost their home, first home game yeah. in that series against the Rockets, and they ended up I think winning that series like four three, and then they won eight of the next nine games. So, you know, I mean, I'm not sure that. If the Jazz struggle a little bit with with Memphis, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh man, they're not good enough. You know, I, we'll see how it turns out. But it's a good test for the Jazz, and we'll see if they because you know the whole thing in the first round over the past few years has been very difficult for them. So this time it might be difficult, and they end up winning and gaining momentum from that. Well, they play a lot harder on defense than the Mavericks do, and that would be the Jazz second round matchup. Yeah. So in that sense, it would be somewhat of a test, I suppose. The Mavericks are a bit of a one-man show, too. Well, you say that, but they they have some contributors. I mean, it's a it's a team game, man. Kind of. <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's not literally one on five out there, Jake. There well, are other players, yes, that are technically checked into the game in the same <laughs> uniform. I'll tell you the other night, it did look like uh, a one-man show with John Morant, didn't it? I mean, well, I mean, that's in all seriousness, that's the uh, the the design of Memphis and Dallas, for that matter. I mean, it's it's kind of the James Harden game plan uh, that they played with in Houston for so long. You've got one player, and that player is head and shoulders your best player, and he's going to dominate the ball. So it was John Morant's. 47 points on the Jazz's home floor more impressive to you than Donovan Mitchell's 50-plus in the bubble in October. Or when was it? September? I don't know. Donovan did do it twice. Yeah. But doing it on your opponent's home floors makes it that much more difficult, obviously. 
Well, last year it was the uh, Murray-Mitchell show, right? And game two was the Mitchell-Morant show. Are we in for another series of just point guards dealing it out? Uh, well, yeah, well, I mean, uh, Morant scored twice as many points as Donovan Mitchell did. And Mitchell played, what, more than half the minutes he played? Well, 26 to, what, what did we 43. say, 43? Yeah. So we'll see if Donovan can go for more minutes. Um, obviously, if he does, he, he'll be more productive. I, I mean, I think we can put two and two together there. All right, coming up next, uh, we are going to have the Not Sports Report. Uh, coming up at 5, Jeff Calkins is going to join us. He does sports radio in Memphis. Stay tuned. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It is time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going, well, you're, you're triply blessed today because I have three items. Oh, boy. The first one is short and kind of sad, but did you know that Lake Mead is 63% gone? The the one uh, down by Vegas? Yeah. No. Hoover, Hoover Dam. Well, I know that uh, I know Lake Powell's down big time. Yeah. It's the same boat. Oof. All right. And the next one is a 73-year-old man, his, his, he and his wife had an intruder in their house, broke in threatened him and his wife with a knife. Uh, the intruder was 24 years old. And uh, turned out, I would show you a picture of it, but I, I, don't, I, I don't have it on my computer right now. But let's just say the 73-year-old man was a former boxer and a Marine and a hand-to-hand -hand combat instructor. Didn't turn out very well for the 24-year-old. Wow. Crime doesn't pay, Gordon. You should see his face. <laughs> he got he got whooped. He got whooped by the seventy three year old. There's some tough seventy three year old buzzards out there, man. Be careful. They probably don't like being called buzzards. Uh, I mean it in the best sense. Yeah, you better walk that back. Every bit of it in the best sense. And the last story, this I find compelling. Uh, there's a sixteen year old girl named Zueli Abing. How would you pronounce this? X-U-E-L-I. Zueli? Uh, I think it's Shelly. I'm not joking. Pronounce Shelly? Jill. <laughs> Her last name is Abing. She, at, uh, as, a, as a young, young uh, child, was abandoned by her parents in China. The reason? She was, she's albino. So... Uh, not shortly thereafter, uh, a, a Dutch family adopted her, and she is currently one of the hottest models in the world. And by hot, I mean popular. 
uh, she was abandoned because her parents didn't like the way she looked. And now she's this successful model at age 16. And uh, she is albino, and she only has 10% of her sight. But she is using this as a uh, to show that differences are good. You know, in some backward cultures, people want to shun people who are different or have some sort of quote-unquote disability of some sort. But she is, uh, is stepping away from that. Let me show you a picture of her. I mean, very unique looking, but a beautiful person. And she said that she was, just wants to prove that uh, that being different is good. That it, the way she said it is that it's a blessing, not a curse. And it gives me a platform to raise awareness of albinism. Is that how you say it? Um, anyway, uh, I, I love this stuff. You know, it seems like in this day and age, people are getting to the point where everybody doesn't have to look the same, Jake. That you can you can be what who and what you are and be celebrated for it, and so that's that's become a real sort of a, a mantra for her in her very very successful modeling career in Europe. So uh, is this uh, a blind person, Austin, that doesn't need to get their act together? Jake. What? Okay. When I say, listen here, blind people, get your act together, I'm talking about the blinds manufacturers who don't know how to label the boxes their blinds go in. Not the sight-impaired members of our societies. Honestly, I I make that joke, but I'm pretty impressed this gal survived being abandoned by her parents and being 90 yeah. percent blind i mean she was in an, she was <clears throat> she was left outside an orphanage in china yeah i mean her uh and jake's uh, making jokes her skin tone aside i mean that wouldn't that be difficult to be hard to overcome the the sight uh the uh what am i looking for uh, sight deficiency or, or not being able to see that would be that'd be an extraordinary challenge nonetheless yeah. so well good for her she's story. she's absolutely making the most of it and a great role model for other people who may at times feel i mean she was abandoned <laughs> i mean it, I, I love that story really cool see you can't say anything snarky or you know you got nothing to do with that one man you got nothing I know. I was trying to make an, a like a Moses joke because he was floated down the river, right? I still think we glossed over Gordon calling old people buzzards. That was pretty mean. Uh, he's what not do you a mean buzzard. in the best sense? I don't... He's not a buzzard because he's old. He's a buzzard. He's a tough buzzard because he's a former Marine, a former boxer, and a former hand-to-hand combat instructor. But your not sentence buzzard. was, "There's some cool old buzzards out there." Yeah, p- tough, tough, tough. Buzzards. Aren't buzzards kind of considered a nuisance? <laughs> yes. It's not like you said tough, tough, tough eagles or something like that. Like you picked buzzard. But that's because that's not the saying. The saying is a tough buzzard. Like, I mean, hawk or even like ostrich would be better. <laughs> you guys, the things you get hung up on, really. 
the things we get hung up on. <laughs> All right, we are here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, they have some incredible, incredible deals going on. Check out uh, the check out these uh, few Solid King Deluxe Adjustable Base. Uh, with top of the line mattress, they're booming it out this weekend at twenty eight ninety nine. You're not going to find that anywhere else. W- while supplies last, on a solid king head up, foot up adjustable base with a hybrid mattress, get this price booming it out at fifteen ninety nine. In fact, Christopher joins us now. Tov, uh, if folks are out there looking for an adjustable bed, boy, they're not going to beat that. Yeah, they definitely are. I just heard you're doing that solid King Adjustable Base for fifteen ninety nine. I got something else for you. If you and your partner want separate beds, I'm talking two bases in the size in the size of a king. That we call it a split. Split King gel infused memory foam mattress, one of the best mattresses we sell in our store. Our competitors sell it for about fifty four hundred bucks on their sales floor. Tagged this weekend only twenty three ninety nine. Wow. I mean, people out there may hear the words adjustable bed, uh, Toph, and think, oh, man, I, I could never afford that. Not true. Not true at all. That's that's not true. We were just talking about stimulus checks. The world's getting a lot more open, safe. This is a good way to spend your money, especially adjustable bed is an amazing purchase because it lasts you so long. There's a 10-year warranty on the motor's and the frames of those bases, as well as that that gel-infused memory foam mattress has a 10-year warranty on all three layers of memory foam as well. So come in here. It's stress-free. It's relaxed. It's the comfiest store in Salt Lake Valley, man. Boom. 1825 South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. Tove, thanks, buddy. Thank you so much, Jake. All right, there you go. That's our friend Christopher. We're here at the warehouse. Come see us, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, more big show. Uh, Jeff Calkins will jump on the show. We'll uh, get a look at what's going on in Memphis straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.